0: And if you're looking for more ways to support our efforts, we are now on Patreon, a great site where you can help us continue making more podcasts, as well as some special surprises for our patrons. If you can, please look us up at com/cppn. Every little bit helps. And again, thank you for listening. Hi, guys. Welcome back to Creative Play and Podcast. This is Kelly, and I have here Jim with us. And uh, we are doing the uh, 30-day Dungeons & Dragons Challenge. And today is number six, Favorite Deity. So, Jim, who's your favorite deity?
1: Uh, I will totally take two spots since, you know, you totally brought up that thing about least favorite setting. I'm going to say as a player and a GM, I have two favorites. As a player for Dungeons & Dragons... I have to say, mainly because it does kind of go back to I like Dragonborn. As a player, I am a huge fan of Bahamut, the dragon, the good dragon god. You know, domains of life, protection, war. You know, mm-hmm. nice big platinum dragon icon for him, one that I can actually draw freehand pretty okay on character sheets because I've done that <laughs> before. And I, I just like him because it's the idea that he is the god of all good dragons. And, you know, good people. So he totally can be explained off that, you know, like in a lot of the Forgotten Realms, he takes the form of a human monk that walks around, you know. So he he's humble and good, and you never know. He does that, that whole Odin thing without being a dick about it, like Odin. <laughs> you know, he does the Odin thing without being a dick. <laughs> Your house will never fall. Oh, did the people get fluttered out? But the house is still there. Uh-huh. And of course, like in the Forgotten Realms setting, there's nothing more terrifying than this monk that's surrounded by seven hummingbirds. And you end up finding out those those are actually dragons. <laughs> you don't want to be the guy that starts shit with the guy with the hummingbirds. And of course, in the, the latest dragon book that came out, they have some really cool dragonborn stuff, like the Sash of Bahamut. So if you're a monk of any kind, you have this cool magic sash you can use as a monk weapon. Cool. Totally Crouching Tiger-ish with, with, with the uh, silk ribbons. Because
0: <laughs> he's a hidden dragon. <laughs> uh-huh.
1: See, see, you saw where I was going mm-hmm. there. And, of course, as a GM, I will, of course, put my uh, evil hood on and take the other side of the coin, like quite literally, and say that my favorite... Uh, god of evil is tiamat the dragon goddess of evil even though i have a long-standing argument with the rule the story is written for the character and my opinion is she's the god of trickery right so we all know loki all our favorite trickery gods how trickery gods go Mm -hmm. but yet her alignment is lawful evil which makes my head always turn like a dog and go Rrr? <laughs> because technically shouldn't she be chaotic evil?
0: Yeah, cuz you never know what they're going to do.
1: Mm-hmm. And and if you ever look at a lot of the fiction, she she takes concubines and dumps them on a whim, whereas lawful would like the strict hierarchy that can be counted on. Hmm, that's a good point. That's, that's just been a pet peeve of me and because it always, and it also goes back to the old love of the old D&D TV series where Tiamat was the giant scary monster that was always on the horizon. You know, not your antagonist, but a force of nature. Okay.
0: Alright, well then I guess that's me. Um hmm. Well, for me, uh, well I would, I mean, when I had to, do a cleric, and I hadn't done a cleric in years. Um, uh, I was like, okay, you know, I'm gonna try and find the, you know, the, the craziest p- possible person to be a cleric. So I went with a tiefling that looks just like a devil, but I wanted a god that would be like, what? A tiefling is the you know. So I had chosen <laughs> Pelor um uh you know a god of light you know, and, um, you know, the symbol of the sun and all that type of stuff. Um, and I, I spent a lot of time coming up with specific things that she would say, uh, you know, um, for like light, you know, uh, and against the, the, the darkness and stuff. Um, and part of her backstory too, you know, where she, you know, came from darkness into the light and type of thing. So, but, um, I actually had, have, uh, another one. That I'm gonna choose, and it's one that I created um, for our Felix game. Ah. I actually, I have a cleric, and I'm like, well, we it's it's a homebrew ra- um player character race of kitten people, basically. They are so cute. So I'm like, well, they I wanted them to have their own god, and some of the the backstory on them is that they. Believe that they might have been descendants of familiars, Mm -hmm. wizard familiars. So I created the goddess Basmi, a partial tribute to Bastet, you know, for cats. You know, I call her the Felis Prima, you know. And, uh, basically I created this whole little, it's like, um, Felis Doctrine states that long ago, Basmi was powerful wizards familiar. Her silky short fur was pure white, except for a four-pointed star upon her chest in reddish-brown, perfectly edged in tawny gold. Together they worked an epic spell. Alas, the wizard was not strong enough, and culmination, he was destroyed. However, being feline, Basmi had the good sense to survive in fact she was elevated to a higher consciousness and being um, her once green eyes now blazed in gold, golden light and immeasurable immeasurable power Basmi visited the other feline familiars she knew and gifted them a small part of herself with her gift the first felis were created and they set forth to build their own destiny and place in this world so I just thought she was fun <laughs> <laughs> So I have to go with her.
1: Oh, that's a good pick. You know, I, I totally think one of these days we need to get those written up and put on the Patreon page. So I have other, it in a document. <laughs> so other people can use her as a god or goddess. Absolutely. Is the case She's fantastic. Because it's D&D. It's all about sharing. Yep. That chaotic
0: good. Her alignment is chaotic good. Her domains are life, arcana, and knowledge. Her symbol is a four pointed star in gold on a field of reddish brown or russet, edged in a uh, gold on a field of white.
1: Sounds like uh, you because a cat can file, never
0: but. make up its mind.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Just when you think they do make up their mind, that's when you're in trouble. Exactly. <laughs> so I I thought that was fun.
0: <laughs> and so now my Felis cleric, you know, is a cleric of the the
1: uh, the Felis Prima. Mhm. It's almost as cute as uh, Zoe's goddess for uh-huh. the patron for her Felis. The luck kitty. Uh-huh. That's another homebrew uh feline god which is cute.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Which... I mean, it's not going to be a tabaxi god. It's not going to be, I mean, it could theoretically be one of the other more, you know, um, established gods, but I think that they would worship the, in, in the, you know, ages ago, the first felis, mm-hmm. you know, kind of like ancestor worship, but not, you know, sort of, uh, instead of filial piety, it's feline piety. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I love puns.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you have punished us on day I, six I have, for our I favorite have. deity. <laughs> <laughs> okay, any honorable mentions since I mentioned two solid ones? uh, Well, I mentioned two as well. Okay. Palor and and your homebrew mm-hmm. kitty god. Yes. Of course, Palor's a good one because he's just the lord of light, you know. M- well, many-
0: and... He's really good for clerics because, of course, he has the life domain was one of his light, life, and uh, I forget the other, you know. So um, if you're going with a life domain, you know, it's, it's a pretty good one.
1: And hey, going back to the old uh, fiction that they wrote up for it and yesterday's post, he is anti-vampire in his own backstory. Yep. That's one of his shticks. Yep.
0: Putting down the undead is a real big thing for him.
1: Yep. <laughs> I mean, there's a, I'm sure there's a story there of why he's the antithesis. Yeah, the antithesis would be. Uh, of the vampire. Mm-hmm. Why his gaze burns him as, with the sunlight. Exactly, which is why his symbol is the
0: sun. Mm-hmm.
1: One of his symbols. Alrighty, cause I was about to say something that is spoiler-ish for Thor, so I totally will not spoil Thor, Love and Thunder. Dun, yep. But I will say go watch it. Concur. Yes. Alrighty guys, thank you for joining us, and we will be back tomorrow with Day 7, which will be a whole bloodbath of an edition war. Cause it's about your favorite edition. <laughs> Done, dun, dun I think you know. Alrighty guys Thank you for listening
0: Thank you for listening to D&D Journey of the 5th Edition A member of the Creative Play and Podcast Network Please follow us on Patreon At patreon.com Forward slash C-P-P-N To never miss a show or stream